Welcome to the Strong Life Coach Podcast, where we speak life, coach life, write life, and lead life. Today, we're rejoined by Keisha Pollard, KP, in the studio, and you probably noticed a difference because I'm no longer on the left side. I'm on the right side, which means I'm not the host today. It is KP, first time on the Strong Life Coach, where we actually have somebody else other than me being the, the, the host. So KP, welcome back to the show and welcome to the host spot. Thank you. I am so honored that you asked me to come back. All right. Yes, and I get to sit in the, the left chair. My left side is the best. So <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. You know what I think? I think that um, I, I, when it comes to speaking, when I'm gauging success, it's not so much if I make somebody laugh or if I make somebody cry or if goosebumps, you know, if, if guests get goosebumps, which those things have happened and I've seen them happen. Right. It's not even if they cheer at the end, but it's if the leader asks me to come back to do it again. That's my gauge of success. So, but it's similar with podcasts Aww. because last time you were here, you uh, one, I'm, I'm saying, hey, come back. But then also, um, you you were invited back because you did such a great job, and I feel like there's a great chemistry you and I had. Absolutely. But then also, I think there's an element of um, I'm grateful you coming back to me. I felt I felt you know, hey, this is more this was successful. It must have been a decent experience for you yes. to be willing to come back, oh, and give no, me some honored. of your time. So honored is the is the label I would give this. Hey, yes, there we go. I'm grateful there when you go. hit me up. I was grateful that you wanted me back, but then to host. Yeah. I'm the first guest host. That's right. That's okay. right. Hey, hey, hey. That's right. hey. That's right. Yes. <laughs> So I will pass the host mic to you at this point, and then we'll uh, we'll kick it off. Awesome, awesome. So um, we're going to talk about your journey. I All know right. the last time I was here, we talked about, well, you know, I kind of interviewed you in my interview. Right, right, right. right. You kind of stole some of the mic in the host yeah, mic. Yeah, I was getting those curious <laughs> questions, like open-ended questions. Right, right. Um, and I think you have an amazing story to tell, mm. and I am honored to be able to have this conversation with you. So right, let's get started, right? right? Let's go, so, let's go. Um, and I was, as I was preparing at home, I think about, you know, how the journey to get here and then how do you keep going forward and momentum, right? So that's kind of how it'll be in my mind. That's mm -hmm. the, the, the story that we'll tell, the journey that we'll take the viewers on. Sure. So what motivated you to launch Strong Life Coach? So, you know, there's always a story and then there's a story behind the story. Mm -hmm. And I believe there's a story behind the story behind the story. Okay, let's do um, it. So it probably started uh, in November of last year. Okay. Because my wife and I, we had talked about like this idea of starting a speaking business, coaching business for for years. And uh, what we were thinking, once we turn 37 years old, that's when we do it. You okay. know, like build up a good cushion, live way under our means mm -hmm. and, so, you know, have a, you know, a, a, a great amount of money set up so that, you know, failure wasn't scary whatsoever. Right. You know, like just put ourselves in a, in a great spot. But um, but in November of last year, you know, when uh, we you know we were both working at Nationwide and. uh and I was working at Nationwide, and and I, I my my boss's boss set up a meeting on my calendar, mm -hmm. which sometimes that's good, sometimes it's not. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then a few of my peers, we also saw that boss's boss's meeting get put in our calendar, and uh, we're like, oh, okay, you know. This, it, but then everybody didn't get it though. It was mm -hmm. only like seven of us. Right. So then, um, but getting the notice that my specific role was being eliminated, and that so I was going to be going through a formal layoff, which. Like to go through, I think there's feelings of like you feel indisposable, you right. feel like marginalized, you feel less than. And especially when you assess the whole group and you're going, hold on, there's like 35 others. And like so so then I'm, my, my bottom eight, you know, or right. or how does this paint me and my brand in my picture? How is it going to look? What is my wife going to think? Mm -hmm. What are my family members mm -hmm. going to think? What are my friends going to think? And because I'm a person of integrity, like I'm not going to like lie about it. I'm going to tell you how it really is. Exactly, you know, yeah. And uh, so I think that's what where the motivation. I mean, there's like probably levels of the motivation, mm -hmm. but going through that uh, the announcement of the layoff was um, was I think what sparked it as far as why now versus later. If that makes sense, it does. So did that. So November happens. Right. You right. put on notice. Hey, there's a potential. Right. You're on a list. Right? Am I understanding no, that correctly? Not, not potential. This you, is oh, it was definite. Definite. Hey, oh. hey, this is the last. So it wasn't like a pre-notice. Right, 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 right. It was hey, March. Um, March is your last day with the company. Okay. Unless you find another role, which that's kind of a story too, because the week before I had applied for a lateral role mm -hmm. with Nationwide, and that role was gonna stay, um, stay open. They were still gonna hire for it, and so I had to put in the app, and um, and then the hiring manager for that role 
had uh, overseen me for a few months. Um, Robin, actually, I had her podcast with me a couple of yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, shout out to Robin. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, and I felt like, man, me and Robin are connected. We're in tune. She, you know, we had a great um, connection when we were, uh, when she was overseeing me um, on her team. And uh, and so I felt like the, the, the opportunity for me to have a prom, it, it, I felt good about my chances of getting the role on her team. Right. But I also wanted to find out what was going into this layoff. Like, what were the details? Mm -hmm. And um the specifics and uh and the way it all wrapped up um is and, and nationwide took care of me you know i i praise them forever um for all the ways they've invested me invested in me along the way but even the way they set it up because they wanted it to be as smooth as a transition as possible for me to go from nationwide to my next move so if i would go through the whole way of that formal layoff then they would um they would give me the, th the three full months as a paid employee without responsibilities. That was big for me. Yeah. Then, uh, then it would be severance pay. And then they were willing to support afterwards as well if I didn't have anything set up. Right. So, and again, because I'm a person to take, I'm going to keep it real right now. So they said, look, um, with my salary, they would max out unemployment, which is, uh, I think, what, seven, eight, nine months, and it's 13K. Mm -hmm. So, so they, would, they, would, they would do that, that 2K a month right. for me to make that next move. So um, for me, I was like, okay. And then I started asking around and asking other people about uh, how, how common is this, you know, like to get the three months, the seven weeks severance, and then unemployment. And uh, a lot of people told me that layoffs don't happen like that often. Yeah. And so if, if somebody was going to go through a layoff, people kept telling me, this is the best way it could have happened. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you, so even though you felt horrible, right? You felt right, like, yeah, you feel yeah, like, yeah. like the trash that was thrown out or, mm -hmm. or maybe modern day vernacular, we'd say, um, I was picked to be voted off the island. Right. right? <laughs> and, don't, don't, and don't get me wrong. When I first found out, I said, let me look at all my stats. And I'm like, I'm not bottom eight of quality, not right. bottom eight. I'm like top eight of efficiency. I'm looking at attendance. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at mm -hmm. different responsibilities. And there were some things I was like, okay, like some of my engagement scores that, that I looked at, okay, those, those were, were a struggle. Um, but um, but I went through the whole thing and I was like, okay, like is this is this is a, does this have a divine hand to it? Right. And and I was convinced that it did. And I had a dream of starting a business, but now I have the perfect launch pad to start it. So that's kind of like the 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 story behind the story behind the story. So the first night, right? So you come home and I'm sure you share the news with your wife, right? Right. And you tell her, um, you know, what do you do? Do you are you immediately like trying to get your LLC? You're writing your business plan. It's like, because well, I know that you're you're an activator, right? So, <laughs> right, right, like, right what's right. the first night, and then we'll keep going. But what's right, the first right, night? Right. First first week. I'll even say the first. So week. so I'll tell you. So um first, so I'm like I walk out of that meeting. Let me go call my wife. I'm I'm not even sure she's gonna answer. She's a nurse. Right. She does answer. I tell her her response. She laughs. Not like condescending laugh. Like um we've always been set up for success mm -hmm. our entire times. Mm -hmm. And there's this um. You know, we know we're both people of faith and like there's this pro proverb that talks about, um, you know, that noble character woman, you know, from Proverbs 31. Uh -huh, right? Uh -huh, yeah. It says she'll laugh at that at the days to come because there's nothing she's afraid of. And it reminded yes. me that she that's what she, who she was. She's like, look, there's no worries, no fears, no doubts, no insecurities. Um, we've always been taken care of and uh, and we could trust God through this whole thing. Yeah. So she was like strong, you know, strong, yes. steady. And then. um. And then it was John Maxwell's uh, content. We've been, we've been like, uh, we had like this dream plan for me to be able to get John Maxwell certified and licensed. I've been reading his books. I mean, my bookcase is over there. You know, if, if I probably have like whatever, 25, 30, you know, probably more of his books, mm -hmm. dissecting his content, memorizing like the, his table of contents for different books, just because I know they're great principles. Right. And, uh, and we were, began in that first week looking at, um, getting that certification. It was expensive. It was, I mean, uh, and I know, and I know we're trained this not to like put your price out like that, right. but for us, it was like, uh, it was like 20 to 50% of a four year degree as far as depending on where you get the degree from. Right. 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 Um, but we're looking at it. We, and I, I've been looking at it for a few years, but we didn't pull the trigger cause it was such a, such a, uh, a high price. But um, well, all right, we're gonna do okay. it. So we're gonna get John Maxwell certified okay. to get his brand aligned with me because nobody knows Derek Wajardo, right? I mean, right. some people in my circle know me, 
and they know that I have a gift to communicate, connect. Absolutely. But um, outside of that, people don't know Derek Wahardo. They can't say my last name. They can't spell my last name. <laughs> yeah, true. true. <laughs> <laughs> but they know him. They know John Maxwell. So yeah. if I'm gonna align myself with somebody who has a brand mm -hmm. that that uh, that it's world renowned, you know, he uh, he's globally recognized and known. And then to have him as that that social proof, if you will, um, that uh, I'm with his principles. I, you know, I use his training, his mentorship um, to guide me in what I'm doing. So uh, that's like the first week. Um, but I think it was like the first two and a half days were like uh, feeling like all those negative things. Right. Like you're feeling like the worst of the worst. You feel like trash. You feel like. Um, so I, for, I guess for me, it was like a. It was almost like the cycles of grief, actually. Mm -hmm. Like denial. Like, no, this isn't happening. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, like, surely they're going to call me back in and say, no, just kidding. You know, uh, like, let me check somebody else's calendar and see. <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Maybe it didn't hit my calendar yet, right? I'm on there. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. get the invite. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but then back to that other role, we were looking at that other role to, to stay at Nationwide because this is a secure route. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. safe. Like, we're compensated great there. Yes. Like, um, I'm, I've never complained about that. Um, about how well we were, we, I was compensated while working there. And then we had a conversation, all right, to start this business or to, to stay and try, try to get the role. The role wasn't promised to me. Right. But I felt positive about my chances. Um, but uh, ultimately deciding, you know what, um, 33 years old, uh, we're as young as we're ever going to be. Yes. We're more energetic than we've ever, ever going to be. We're... Um, we're in the best financial place we could po probably be in. Don't have pets. Don't have kids. Mm -hmm. You know, that reduces expenses tremendously. It does. It does. So uh, anyway, that's the first week. So we're like, all right. Um, she was, I think, like 70, 80 percent ready to start the business. I was like 50, 50. Like, hey, maybe I should. Maybe God should tell me if I get the, if I get this job or not. Maybe that's the answer. <laughs> you know, you're like the the seven miracles. Right. So he changed um, water to wine. He's done all these things. Yeah, but one right. more. One more. Hey, sign. One more. One more to know he's the Messiah. Like one more. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a little more. Um, but so you know what? Uh, this is the perfect time. So. And so leading into the next question, it's about preparation for such a huge life change and major right, right, event right. and i i know you and i have talked about you know saving money and like you know not buying bottled water and all you know right, all, of the, right. all of these um things so what else what went into the preparation so that when you call your wife she's laughing right. not sarcastically like in a very confident right right like no for a time so, such as this right so um so i started next one as a csr right i'm like answering the phone taking customer service calls and then, you know, you coached me up, you know, and then you got me, you, I felt like, you know, you really got me into that next role, the leadership role, um, supervising, you know, CSRs mm -hmm. and, and um, frontline representatives. And uh, in that space, um, when we got that pay increase, you know, it's it a significant pay yes. increase, it's like 60% or something like that. Like it was significant, but we made a decision. Do we want to give into lifestyle inflation? Because it, my salary has inflated. Yes. Does my lifestyle have to inflate as well? And we we're like, no, nah, like, you know, for me, I was driving my 1993 Toyota Corolla. So I was <laughs> like, all right, um, just because I got a new job, just because I'm a supervisor now, and just because I'm wearing, you know, and I didn't want to match. I didn't want to like give in the lifestyle, but I didn't want to match the role. Like, let me dress better than I did before. Right. Um, but uh, but for the most part, keeping our, our expenses exactly the same and not like adding new um, expenses to our plate paid off huge because um, not spending a lot of money, mm -hmm. like even though more money was coming in, uh, was a big deal. So that's like kind of like on the, on the, the finance side. But then you get um, everything that was happening behind the scenes at Nationwide. Yeah. So when I first came on, uh, I remember uh, Antonia uh, Alvarado, you know, it's Tony, she asked, she was in, uh, in Titan uh -huh. at the time, you know, so, so if people don't know, Titan is a division of Nationwide. It's a, it's a, well, it's a um, company within Nationwide, in, in Nationwide at the time. And she asked me if I'd go do a one hour workshop for their LDP or their leadership, leadership development right. program, or it was called some other thing. But ultimately it was developing their leaders, right. their uh, top performers. And I'm like, yeah, like, what, what? I said, yeah, wait, what's the topic? You know, and then she goes, um, well, it's about networking and building relationships. And I'm like, yeah, I can talk about that all day. So I put together content for her. Um, and then the leadership team are the, the developing leaders. And then again, back to that gauge of success. 
not if they're laughing, crying, goosebumps mm-hmm. or cheering at the end, but does the leader of the group ask me to come back? And then she did. So then she asked me to come back because the leader sees something that everybody else doesn't, right? Right. right. So then she asked me to come back. And then so I did this the following year, 2014, I believe. No, no, no. Did it 2014 and 2015. And then they asked me to come back in 2016. So it's three years in a row um, doing that workshop for them. Wow. I didn't the, realize that. And then the LDP on the standard product side, you know, where I was, um, they asked if I'd go do a uh, the leadership workshop for um, listening in the leadership role. So then I put another hour of content for, for, for the standard product side. And then um, they asked, and then I was asked to come back again. Okay, hey, it's successful. Right. And then they said, hey, will you come back and do um, elevator speech, um, do content for elevator speeches, mm-hmm. short speeches just to, to, to build connection. Okay, boom, did that. And then they asked if I do um, a, a building appreciation in the workplace. So appreciation and engagement. So like nationwide, again, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I will never badmouth nationwide. Right. Because they had begun, they were developing me to develop this confidence and the content mm-hmm. in the corporate world, which was super special. And I began to figure out there's a difference between speaking here than other places. So outside of Nationwide, I was asked to speak at a wedding. I was asked to officiate a wedding. I'm going like, who, who me? Like, uh, there's pastors and priests and ministers and people that are paid staff for the church. And right. you're asking a regular corporate insurance guy to do your wedding. I said, look, there's plenty of other people, but if you really want me to do it, I'll do it. But it taught me something different because when I'm preparing that workshop in the corporate world, it's high energy mm-hmm. and it's principles to help them in their career, in their leadership, in their influence. But then when I'm preparing a wedding ceremony, it's medium energy, not the same energy, but then all the content, it's not personal anecdotes or personal vulnerability. It's about showcasing their love story in front of their closest friends and their family members. Right. But it's doing research, but it's different kind of research. So now I'm asking all right, when did you first know you wanted to marry her? When did you first know you wanted to marry him? When's the first time y'all said I love you to each other? Well, tell me about your first date. When did you first meet? What did you think when you first saw each other? So you're doing all this like love research for this wedding ceremony, but it's to make them look good, you know, in that space. And then I was asked to do a funeral, uh, to speak at funerals. So I'm like, again, different, very different, but similar. The, um, so if the corporate world was high energy, the wedding was medium energy. The funeral was low energy, but they're all had different purposes too. This is I'm equipping you in your your career. Right. This is showcasing a love story. This is honoring a legacy mm-hmm. and a life while comforting the family. So each one had a different purpose. So I'm I'm almost accidentally building out a speaking portfolio. That's what it sounds like. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah. then it was like speaking in the prison, which you know I've, you yeah, and I have talked about. Absolutely. Then it was speaking to orphans from Central America. And then it was speaking at different locations, not just in San Antonio anymore. It was speaking in, and this is all while I'm at Nationwide, you know? Yeah. So it was at this Dallas and then Austin and then Oklahoma. And I was like, okay. So I was able, when I was stepping out of Nationwide, I can still hold up opportunities I've already had to speak that I feel like it gave me a lot of confidence too. Like my speaking portfolio, it's surely it's smaller than a lot of other people, but at the same time, there's, I have a lot of experience that uh, a lot of people don't have as well. So that's kind of like the long, like super, like kind of like a long answer no. of hey, what, what prepared yeah. uh, me for that next move. But there was like, so there's the financial discipline side and then there's the, the experience side. And the gift making way for you the whole time, like even at work, you know, to, to get recognized by your, by your employer, to be able to do what your passion, what your purpose is, right. is is nothing short of what I would call dope. Uh, <laughs> you know, being able to work with you and to 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 be asked to do leadership development programs. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I could get paid to do that and to impact new employees, I wish that was a job, right? So mm-hmm. whenever that synergy comes together, it is like it breeds dopeness. So right. um, shout out to, to understanding that that's how it works. <laughs> and uh, the thing about it is, um, so again. I won't ever badmouth nationwide. Now, the responsibilities that I had in my role, as you know, you 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 were, you were in my role before, right. where it was, I was only doing the stuff that I love though, like ten percent of the time or less. For sure. So um, that was something that always kind of hit me while at nationwide, and I in the raw, authentic thought was, if I can spend eighty ninety percent of my time doing what I love. I would take 50% less money. And we, we were budgeted for that. So I was like, hey, if, if an opportunity opens up, you know, 
I'd be super interested. So that's kind of like what's happening behind the scenes. So again, I don't think that's not going nationwide. It's just kind of the culture. And, you know, we have a lot of responsibilities, Absolutely. a lot of different hats you're wearing. So, Absolutely. So, yeah. But when that 10% happens, it's like a good day, right? It's like, oh, yeah, baby. yeah, yeah. I mean, plus it, it, was, it was outside of my role, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's even some of that to, um, when, when they announced the layoff, I'm going, what about all those workshops y'all had me doing? Like, <laughs> you had me doing all these workshops and then I'm voted mm -hmm. off. Like, there's a lot of other people that weren't doing the workshops, but you just, it was something you go through, but then you go, no, no, no. Let me not use the workshops to complain. Right. Let me use it to cultivate gratitude because without Nationwide there giving me those opportunities, I wouldn't be able to have the same pitches as I'm going into these other businesses right. yeah. and say, I've, I've, I've done work with a Fortune 100. What, what are y'all now? Fortune 100, Fortune 50? Fortune 73. 73, there we go. <laughs> so I've, I've done work with a Fortune 73 company. <laughs> yes, and now you have a repository to pull from mm -hmm. in the content too. It already right. kind of been crafted and created. Exactly, so. I take all that with me. So yeah, all, yeah. All, all that is, is good to go. And then the relationships, and again, with you, um, I think of I think of Robin. I think of a bunch of other other uh, people have just invested in me. I think um, Julian Alanese, um, He mm -hmm. uh, I gave a speech last year, and he, and he he comes up to me and he says, "You're missing your calling." Walks away. I'm going. Are you just gonna drop that bomb like that and then leave? <laughs> and but he goes like, "You're missing it." Yeah. And uh, and it's somebody for people who don't know. It was our role. The supervisor was then as the manager role, so he was a manager coming over to say that. And it's, it's just crazy when somebody who cares about you, mm -hmm. but then they see something um, different than what I was doing. Um, Rachel um, Gallagher then, yeah. um, Perez now, yes. um, told me the same thing. She's like, yeah, Nationwide just has you on rent. Mm -hmm. She kept, and she's like, don't, don't, don't tell nobody, but like, she's like, Nationwide has you on rent. You're just gonna be here for a little while. Um, so, uh, so all of that was kind of preparing me. I think, I think that was kind of like emotional preparation. Right. So, but, but to your point though, a lot of signs that, uh, that I was having a little hard time seeing when I, when, I, when I got the layoff notice. So laid off, we talked about the first week and now we yeah. know all the preparation, um, be it intentional or purpose rather, right? For that November day. Mm -hmm. um, so now you decide to do the, do your business. Right, right. Strong life coach, right? Right. So help me to understand what's the difference between coaching and counseling. I know Oof. sometimes it's intertwined. Right, right, so let's, right. Let's talk about it. So, um, so counseling, um, and I love, uh, and I think counseling is wonderful. I think it's incredible. I, actually, I had a counselor on the podcast uh, two days ago, uh, Mark Tovar. So Mark, when you're listening to this, um, thinking about you, yeah, counseling is incredible. It, it meets great needs. Um, it helps people to get unstuck. It mm -hmm. helps people emotionally. It helps people mentally. It helps. Um, now, uh, what coaching, uh, what, what, the way I see it at this point is, um, if co if counseling is helping somebody to get to a place of normalcy once again, coaching is helping somebody to get to, from normalcy to success. So if counseling might be about um, get, about uh, helping somebody work through an issue that they went through in the past, maybe some trauma that they've been through, or getting um, or getting uh, getting back to functioning the way they they functioned before, um, coaching is about. Um, forward thinking it's not so much about retroactive thinking got you but there's similarity in that um it's client-centered in that uh when i'm coaching somebody you know we're looking at their their life so we're going over i call them the 13 pillars of life mm -hmm. right so we're going over um assessing their life right now and how and where's where are you most satisfied where are you least satisfied so if we're looking at one acronym i use is called fresh so you're financial you're romantic your emotional, your emotional, mental, your social relationships, and your health um, and fitness. So this is the, the fresh areas of life. We want to assess that. Um, and then we look at the next acronym, which is ICE. We call it, so it's your immediate family, your career, profession, and business. And then it's your, um, your extended family. And the, the third one is the acronym SIP, which is uh, your spiritual, uh, how you feeling about your spirituality, your, um, what is the other one? Your impact on the community, and then your physical comfort. And the last two are is RV, which is that uh, your relaxation or recreation and your virtues. But so we'll assess that in the coaching realm to see how they're how they're doing how they're how they're doing currently. But in coaching, it's it's very action oriented. So I'm holding people accountable for taking specific actions right. on their plan every 14 days. Um, but in counseling, it's not so much about necessarily taking action. 
Um, but it might be, uh, but it might get to, it, it's, it, to me, it's, it's a, you're working from a place of, of weakness versus a place of strength. Um, you're working from a place of uh, potentially deficiency. I, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not uh, connecting with my, my, uh, with my partner the way it used to be, but I'm trying to get there. Or I go to, we, or you hear about a couple to go to counseling um, when it's not going well. So you might, but you, but if you, you might go to coaching because no, I am doing well, but I want to be even better. So that's kind of you know a brief one. I mean, I, I've wrote content on like the differences and uh, principles that I've seen along the way. But I think uh, I think there are special people that are in the counselors and, ther- and, and the, the counselor and therapy role um, that can withstand that emotional um, weight mm-hmm. of counseling someone. And I, and as the gifts that I have, I'm just not wired that way. And it's it's difficult for me to um, to be in counseling. I know that's not a uh, it's, it's not a gift and a calling for me. Which is interesting to hear because when I think of someone going into a prison, it seems I'm very emotional and volatile, and um, I would think that would be part of. And I don't know. I know you, we talked some about what you used to do in the mm-hmm, prison, mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna share the good news right now. That was part right, of it. Right, but right. I mean, just your presence alone would would inspire them to just want to like do that emotional vomit so it's interesting for me to hear today like now nah, that that's not my calling um yeah that's interesting right um and even when people have asked me about like counseling or like ministry in the past hey like what about ministry and and a lot of times when i when i when i uh saw other ministers there was a significant amount of time spent with counseling mm-hmm. which um again i think that's a beautiful thing right. I, I, I i'm not knocking that whatsoever but as far as each one of us has to look at our calendar. What there's a hundred and what sixty-eight hours in a week, and go, how does, what's the best way for me to use this time to help people, you know? And is it ten hours of counseling, five hours of counseling, three hours of counseling, or what if I could use that and speak, in in deposit principles? And that's what you know. Even I think what people have told me along the way, I've I've had people come up to me years after I've given a speech and like quote like what I've said. And, uh, and that's like reaff- it's affirmation, like keep speaking, like keep doing this area that you're great at. And, and, you know, they talk about if you're working in an area of weakness, you'll only like improve it up to mediocrity. But if you work in an area of strength, then you can really shine and, and, uh, and really set yourself apart. So, um, but yeah, back to the prison thing, but, uh, to the prison thing, um, even, even in that setting, I think, they appreciated me using my gift mm-hmm. and there's a lot of speaking and there was listening in that I would have them give their stories. Right. I'm like, hey, you want to share your story, how you got from point A to point B? You don't have to share why you're in prison, but it's tell us about you, your family, what you love, you know? Um, and people happen to share things, you know, personal things as well. But, uh, but, but in that space and uh, you're, to me, I'm still helping them work on their strengths. Like, what are you great at? You know, is it art? Is it art? All right, do your artwork. You know, give that away. You know, serve people with your art. Uh, oh, you're a singer. Okay, do that to serve people. Um, but I'll, I'm going to stay in my strength, and I'm going to help people get into their strengths. So that's like to me where like kind of coaching and speaking kind of come together in some ways. Awesome stuff. But it, but there's a, it's a lot of like listening, purposeful question asking right. um, in in both um, in, from the coaching coaching and counseling perspective, but. But something happens, uh, I think, in the coaching model, because some people ask, oh, who's your ideal client, right? And in the business world, you know, when, when, when I'm with my, my business owner friends, we're talking, hey, how can I help you? How can you help me? And help me help. The people are like, hey, who can I look out for for you when I meet mm-hmm. somebody at the store or getting coffee? You know, and, we're, right. and I love having relationships like that. And that's what um, I'm involved in a BNI group. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Like we get together and we just refer, you know, we refer one another. And, and that question comes up, who's your ideal client? But also... Who's actually not an ideal client for you, but I might think they're ideal for you. And I, I tell people it's um, my somebody that you might think is my ideal client is somebody who needs counseling and therapy mm. because they're down. Right now, right. now I, I tell people people that pay my bills, you know, that are, are that are, I'm aiming to have pay my bills. Um, they're the top fifteen percent. Now, it doesn't mean I neglect the bottom eighty five percent because. The, bottom, the top 15%, right, that's where you charge a premium. You know, I'm jumping John, John Maxwell coach for a reason because right. I got his brand and I want to be able to charge his prices and Absolutely. then all of that. But it doesn't mean I'm neglecting the bottom 85%. So I provide a lot of free content like this podcast. 
It's going to be free, right? Right, right. So anybody who wants to listen to this, <laughs> they can tune into it. Top 15, bottom 85, wherever people are at, you can come on and get on this. If I give a speech, I'll put it online for people to listen to and learn from. If I write an article, it's online for people to, again, get principles. Anybody could get that. But then my professional services that I provide, that that ideal client is that top 15%. So, uh, so yeah. And so that's a good segue into my next question. Um, what's your target audience when it comes to your clientele, right? Yes. Uh, I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's happy dads. Happy dads. Um, that makes sense? Say more. You know, <laughs> you know we've all been coach, coaching methodology down nationwide. So I'm going to need you to say more. <laughs> so um, that is an acronym. Okay. <laughs> I literally saw a jovial dad, like, okay, he wants to be his best self, right? Living his best life. No, um, so uh, happy doctors, that's a D. Okay. Happy attorneys, that's an A. And happy dentists, that's a D. Happy dads. So, um, um Peggy, you gotta unpack that. Even <laughs> hearing that, like, okay, I got it. I know the who, but I need okay. to Okay, okay, check this out. So you can look, you can Google, you can Google this, right? Um, you Google. You know, the top five professions that have the, the have the worst suicide rates, crazy, right? And it, it, I just mentioned three those three of the top five professions: dentists, attorneys, doctors. You go, wait, what? Like some of the most educated, yeah. the most income, you know, they have the most income generated, but that's just where they are. Um, but what happens? And I'm sitting down with a few attorneys, and I'm just talking and listening, and they're telling me about how prevalent suicide is, substance abuse. Um, alcohol addiction is in their industries. A lot of pressure. There's expectations, um, competition, a perceived sense of failure. Um, that's that's happening in those industries. But again, like I said, happy. So and that's not necessarily who I'm targeting. But um, somebody who's happy and who's thinking about others and who has like has like an uplifting mindset um, can give me an opportunity uh, to. Uh, um, to come in and make a difference. So let's say, let's, say, let's throw out an example. Let's say there's um, a, a law firm. They have twelve attorneys. Two of them are happy. So th those are the two that I want, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the, I, I want to meet. I want to do work with, and I want them to invite me in. So I speak to all of them. Okay, so I go speak to all of them, um, and then begin to make a difference. So, but I need a happy ones to invite me in because the happy ones, you know, they, they might have some confidence. They might have some optimism about what what's possible. Um, but uh. But they have the income to pay for my services. That's it's 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 a high income service. And one thing I decided, I never wanted somebody. Um, I hated the idea of salesmen selling uh, uh, poor folks um, items that they couldn't afford. Right. Like uh, I think my mom bought this like super expensive vacuum when I was a kid. Yes. And I was <laughs> and like I remember I think I was going to play basketball or something. I was leaving and the the sales dude was inside our house and he was about to start vacuuming for my mom. And I told my mom, Hey, you better not buy this thing. Right. So I leave, go play basketball, come back, and she bought it. Yeah, he probably did a good job. <laughs> you know, he, he did. He, Don't even shampoo a part of the carpet. I'll let them come yeah, back. Yeah, because yeah, it'll show you the difference between, all right, uh -huh. this is one that, hey, pull out your vacuum. Yeah. This is what yours picks up in this one area. We're going to come with our vacuum right on the same spot. And yeah. they did it. He went above and beyond sweating over there. And <laughs> dude sold my mom. He said he sold my mom on his vacuum. But. A hundred payments at nine ninety nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Just for her. So I'm going. I never want to be the guy who's trying to get money for somebody who can't afford it. So again, I give people the spa treatment. I call it is the speeches, podcasts, and articles to the bottom eighty five percent. But the top fifteen percent, I want to. I want to get get in there with coaching. I want to get in there with uh, with uh, training. I want to get in there for uh, leadership development and. Um, and to really get in there. So they actually have the the, the income to, to, to pay for my services. Um, and there are significant needs in there. Um, I'm, I'm told that people tend to treat them like they're not human beings because they think they, they always got it all together. Right. And but then they feed into that. Right. So if I if you think I have it all together, then whenever I'm around you, I'm going to keep on living up to that typecast. Right. Okay. You think I have it all together, so I'm gonna keep on giving you, feeding you that information. But then, um, but there are real problems, and uh, I want to be a part of the solution. So that's my target audience again for, uh, to take care of um, the the premium charges, but also uh, to um, uh, to they give me the opportunity to do, to do all of my free content. 
So, you know, they're paying well, I'm able to do the free content. So another acronym I use is a hug. A hug is the other one. Um, H is like a high income. U is uplifting. G is growth oriented. If somebody really wants to grow, that's somebody I want to work with. So let's say somebody isn't a dentist or an attorney or a doctor, um, but they want to be high income or they want to be effective or successful. Um, then somebody who's a hug, who they're, they're still high, high, high uh, income. Again, I don't want to charge a poor person. Right. Um, but they're uplifting and they're growth oriented. It's somebody I want to work with. So you haven't escaped the acronyms. I thought you left those in nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I won't be here taking a shower and I'm like, ooh, H, I need a vowel. And then I, 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 uh, is, it, is it a vowel? Yeah, I need a vowel. Okay, you. Yeah. What, what is it? What's a positive for you? Okay, uplifting. And then mm -hmm. G, growth oriented. Okay. Yeah. So they come to me all the time, but it's, uh, it's giving pitches all the time now. You have like 45 seconds to give right, your pitch. Yeah. And what am I looking for? Give you a dad. And people go, hey, what? Yeah. Dad. It was, it was intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> it gave a visual of a happy, happy dad. No. Happy dad. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's like target audience. So obstacles, you know, uh, you have a very positive, sunny disposition. Oof. Um, and first of all, thanks for sharing like all of this behind the scenes. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was nerdy. Like, nah, how did it all happen? Because right? Right, right, all right. the you guys should see the lights and the cameras. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> the, the setup and the, the, all of this, right, <laughs> that he has going on. Um, so let's talk obstacles and, mm. you know, what obstacles have you faced and Oof. I'm sure overcome or overcoming mm -hmm. as you build out yes. your business. Okay, so sales. I know it's kind of kind of talked about a little bit um sales like uh i was challenged mm -hmm. because i had a problem with sales and i had a problem with people selling to me and somebody told me if you as an entrepreneur and as a business builder are terrible at sales you're gonna be terrible at business building and i and it was like Ooh, like okay kind of sharp <laughs> you know and yeah. then but it, but uh I, I realized i did i don't like when people sell to me you know mm -hmm. i'm like um why are you ringing my door why are you coming up to my table and at this Mexican restaurant, I'm having a taco, you know, like, come on, like, leave me alone. I'm just trying to do my thing. But unpackaging, what's my true problem? What are my, what's my problem with sales? So it's like an onion. Okay. Pull mm -hmm. that, put that layer back, you know, the five whys. Why is it? Right. What's happened in your past? You know, do some, you know, almost some counseling, coaching. And one, I have these like instances. I remember we were sitting at, at a Mexican restaurant, my wife and I. Dude came in selling uh, Abercrombie Fierce, the cologne. I like the scent. It's sweet. He came in the Mexican restaurant? Mexican restaurant. Were you in Mexico? No. <laughs> where did they do that at? Here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was over here off of uh, Culebra or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Never been there. Okay, so um, comes in. Cologne smells good. Looks good. Half price. Buy it. So I buy it. Um, next day, put it on. Scent lasts for 10 minutes. And then <laughs> does not work it anymore. So... But that left an imprint on me. And I went, I hate the idea of a product being sold. It's actually not that good. Okay. But do I have to be that guy? Where am I selling a product that's not that good? It's, and that's overpriced. But I realized in my business, I don't have to sell a product that's not that good. I believe in the product. So it's like this. The way I think about it now, it's, if I can help somebody have principles, you I mean, you you illustrate this principle, you know, in, in, in an incredible way, right? You coached me what three four sessions um, before that interview, um, before going through the interview process, or even during the interview process, um, and nationwide, and salary jumped sixty percent. So how much would I value that coaching session? You know, like what price would I put on it? Right. You you helped me through that again. I say before God, before anyone, that without you there, I don't get the job. So you gave me that opportunity because you coached me. So I, I, I'm forgetting the exact number, maybe it was like 16K or who knows what, but it was, it was a significant number of a salary jump. But uh, how much, what, what price do you put on that? Okay, so I, I help people with their relationships, mm -hmm. with that, their social relationships, uh, platonic relationships, but also your, your romantic relationships. So um, now there's two ways for sure, but if I'm giving somebody the best principles that have ever been used in building relationships um, in a speech. What's the value of that? Is there a significant, and I believe there is, you know, he helps somebody to, to manage conflict. People don't know how to apologize. People don't know how to get from point A to point B and identify what their goals are in this conflict 
and how to get out of it. They get, they get stuck. How, what's, the, what's the value on that? You can help somebody to, to manage conflict for the rest of their lives if they get the principles down. Right. So going back to this, do I value the product? Wait, I, I value it. I've paid for seminars, conferences, certifications, licenses, because I believe in it. So for me, that was a big thing, which is um, sales. I don't like being sold to. Okay, now I like being sold to. Because hey, you know what I mean? If you believe in your product, if, if I believe in my product, I talk about it too. You know, I talk about you know speaking and coaching almost all the time now. Right. Now, I'm not trying to sell people on it because a lot of people can't afford it. But somebody who can, I'm, you know, we'll, ha we'll, ha we'll have more of those, let me try to close this versus just um, talk about it. So that was one. Um, I mentioned the other one earlier, like not trying to sell to poor people. Like I don't want somebody um, putting on credit to, ha to, to, yeah, to be with me. Like that vacuum cleaner. Yeah. I see your mom did that, you know, shout out to mama. But <laughs> my mama would have done it easily, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't want people um, putting themselves in a worse position to get it. But even that too, that people, I asked myself and I haven't landed this one, which is if somebody who didn't have the money, but they wanted to put it on credit, was trying to get my coaching sessions and I knew it could help them to actually get more money or what I do. So I haven't been there yet, mm -hmm. but it's something I'm thinking about because um, I do believe in having a great budget and living by that budget. Absolutely. Um, and putting yourself in a place where you have more peace about what you're spending. So um, that was a big obstacle for me, sales. And and that's, con you're, you're conquering or it's conquer? Like where is that on the... Oh, okay. conquering because sometimes I like being around people so much. I'm like, oh, like remember to like let them know um, about something that you offer, you know, um, because I, I I have free content um, that uh, people, you know, buy uh, some buy one of the, the books that, that I do content on some of John Maxwell's content. Um, but I can be caught up with, um, hey, we're just enjoying the time together, but then not giving people the opportunity to buy. So I think... Uh, I wouldn't say mastered, but I think I'm overcoming is the obstacle. I think that I'm kind of uh, getting through and I'm finding all of the reasons that I once had aren't actually valid. Like I love when bananas, uh, when HEB uh, sells me bananas, like I love when they sell me apples. And in fact, I love it so much. If you told me right now you're going to Walmart to get some produce, I would try to dissuade you from a competitor. I was like, no, 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 don't go to Walmart, go to HEB. And so I would actively advocate for for HEB's produce mm -hmm. against a competitor and they're not even paying me. So I clearly don't have a problem with sales. Right. If it's a good product at a good price for something you understand. Exactly. So um, again, like a buyer's remorse, another one. I never want somebody to go, oh, I bought this, but I really didn't want it. Or, 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 or um, somebody, I think that's the kind of same thing, like convincing somebody, twisting their arm to do it. Or like, um, and I heard a great principle, which is, in the John Maxwell team, we don't believe in convincing people to to um, to buy our products, our services. It's if you if I have to convince you to sign up for coaching, then I'll have to convince you to show up to coaching, mm -hmm. and I'll have to convince you to keep coming you know, or to, to sign up for something else. Like, and that's too much work. But people who actually want it, who are hungry right now, those are the people I want to work with. So, so, so yeah. This kind of ties into, so cost. I know that you mentioned your happy dads and they make Skrilla. Can we say that on your podcast? They are they're in a financial position right, right, to, right, right. to um, invest in you and what you offer them. So right. to whatever level of detail you want to divulge, but. That's um, good. That's, I mean, that's good. I, I think, well, one, I think, you know, for somebody who wants to, to review costs, you know, hey, we'll get, we can set up a one-on-one session. For sure, session. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, well, but tell them I referred you. I don't, there's no discount <laughs> attached to that, but just tell them KP referred you. <laughs> but, um, so, th so there's packages, right? So there's, uh, there's packages that I offer, you know, for people that say coaching. Um, and so one, um, let's say somebody wants to sign up. Again, it's, just, it's a premium product. So let me prepare the audience. Hey, brace yourself for right, the price. Right. My, my mom, you know, almost choked, you know, she was like, wait, what? But um, it's a premium product. But um, so like I offer like a six, six month contracts, right? So then six month contract or $600 a session, right? So then that's that mark. Now, if it's a nine month contract, $500 a session. Um, if it's a 12 month contract, it's $400 a session. Now, if somebody's going in um, and the, it's, it, and the sessions are 14 days or twice a month, um, if somebody's going, all right, 
I, I really want the pro the product, but um, the price is still at a, at a range. Um, and and for me as a business owner, there's things that are just as valuable as money. Um, there's a, a, so what I've done is I built contracts that could get the price down to two hundred dollars a session. If people like for for me, it's like a if you invite all your friends to like my Facebook page, that's a one hundred dollar value. All right, put it down, put that first session down to three hundred. Or you're like, all right, hey, we'll take a picture together and then we'll put it out that hey, you know, I hired Derek as my success coach. Hundred dollar value, fifty dollar value on Facebook, fifty dollar value on LinkedIn. And this is new. This is, this is the new ways, creative ways to get the price down. If somebody shares um, different content of mine, it's a ten dollar value. But for somebody who actually wants the sessions. But 400, a session is still out of their range, but they're, they're like, hey, w w w I could get it down to 200 for you, but it'll be built into the contract that you'll be spe taking specific actions to get it down there. So um, it's just creative ways to create right. mutual wins um, for on both sides. So that's what it is right now. I know we're at, what's today's date? The 5th? The 15th. 16th, 15th, 15th? Yeah. 15th of September in 2019. So if somebody sees this video, our podcast, like, Four months from now, my prices may have all changed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, subject to change, right? So just know that as of right now. Small that... <laughs> print at the bottom. Prices That's... subject to change without notification, <laughs> mind you. So don't reference this. Right, right. You know, I'll send you the individual contract, you know, all that. So anyway, um, that's kind of what, what that looks like. But the, the, the idea is um, creating uh, mutual wins, um, providing a great service. I believe the product, I believe the service that I provide is is up to par with, with, the, with, the, with the price. And then uh, sharing that for, for the people who, again, it's in their price range and they're looking to really invest in themselves. So what if I want to invite you to come like to VA and do like uh, something at a church? Like, is that, do you have offerings for that? I like do. to have you come and coach and speak or do like, you know, a seminar? Right. Is that, is that part oh, of yes. the menu? Is oh, that yes. what you call it? Uh, and again, I, I'm always transparent with you, you know, uh, with, with, in general, I believe in that. I, you'll hear this from me, but I believe um an ugly truth is always better than a pretty lie always ugly truth is always better than a pretty lie so i say that because when people want to know about my experience right i can give you the truth and tell you about all of my experience but um the first workshop in the church world as as much as my experience has been spoken you know in a variety of places again ohio oklahoma texas dallas austin um and uh, Colleen, Blanco, uh, Hondo. So places I've spoken from a faith, uh, on the faith end, but I didn't do my first workshop till August, right? So then my first workshop was a two-hour workshop. and Last I did, month, August? Last month, August, okay. right, right. So when you said seminar, so I always want people to know, like uh, I'm going to keep it 100% real with what I have and have not done, but I've built out content. And I've, given, I've given a number of speeches on a variety of content. So, like, so faith-based content, and content on on uh, prayer, so like connecting with God. All right, all right, digging into the Word. So I got twenty six principles on that. Got um, navigating through your past from a faith based perspective, um, understanding confidence. The twenty six principles of confidence, faith based perspective that I wrote out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so something like that, um, completely open to. And I think working with the group because you want to honor people's um, uh, budget, and then you also want to. Uh, create this mutual wins so but yeah something like that would be awesome va i don't even, I, 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 so right now I'm, i've spoken in ohio oklahoma and texas so i'm just trying to you got if you have an opportunity for me in va just okay let me know. Let I, me know. I will see what i can do uh-huh so hey in liberty university graduated from liberty so yes. special, you know lynchburg has a special place in my heart as, as mine too uh -huh. yeah that's awesome i have to I have to start noodling and thinking about, okay, I need you to come and talk to all the single women. Like, hey. we, need, we need to get our coach, right? get our lives together, you know? <laughs> Derek, fix our lives. Sorry, Ayala. <laughs> There's a new coach in town. <laughs> He's going to fix all of our lives. No, you know you know what? Um, it's funny you brought up the women because uh, Nationwide last year had me speak at the women's, the women's group, um, uh, the women's uh, associate resource group. Okay. But then, like, that invitation, I was like, me like talking to the right person um but uh it was a blast it was one of my favorite invitations i've ever received probably like up there like with be being asked to officiate a wedding and then that wow. invitation that's awesome. favorite invitation because um i think a lot of times these things happen in my inward responses who am i mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to be trusted with this platform with these people um but also uh 
what a joy it is to build people up and equip people with principles that I know have worked to change my life. I've seen it change other people's lives. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so as creative as you want to be with it, Keisha. Okay. So, well, you, got, you, got, so you got some women's groups for me, you got some faith groups, you got Virginia. Yes. Um, hey, whatever it is, um, that, that's like ultimate love for me. I, I, you know, I was talking about like, like love language. I think like that, uh, or that element of somebody opening up a door is, can't even put a price on that. We've put it out there, so someone's gonna grab it. <laughs> yeah, there so, we go. There we go. And if I have to do some watering or or planting, right, got you. Right, so right, let's right. see what happens. Let's go. We'll, let's we'll, go. We'll take um strong life coach podcast on the road. I know. I right? know. You know what? Coming Ooh. live from VA. <laughs> Two up, down, right? That's right. That's right. Uh, VA. Yes. Okay. So what surprises? What what surprises have you experienced Oof. in starting your starting your own business, um, stepping out of corporate America, or even um, with your clients? Like any any like well, big surprises? Um, no, that's a big question. Oh yes, um, <laughs> I think it's kind of you what you just hit like of people who are true are willing like to help who are, like super passionate about trying to help me. I'm going for real. Like what it means to me. When somebody says, would you be willing to speak for two hours at a workshop in Ohio, in Akron, Ohio? I'm going like, you believe in me that much? And I, and I believe in me, but part of me was going, have I given you enough evidence to believe in me? Like, you know, mm -hmm. you think about that one person mm -hmm. and the one person who he was the first person in my life to say two hours worth of time. I believe in giving that to you with my group. And uh, and I'm just like, and I'm just completely shocked and surprised, but super grateful going, um, and you and, and I kind of trace back, like what experiences have I had with this person? And he was, he was a mentor to me. He was, he was one of the couples when my wife and I were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, uh, we both, um, have been through this situation in life where we, um, we wouldn't say, I think the, the marriages that were around us weren't marriages that we wanted. Let me put it like that. As a, I guess that's a political way to say it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but we wanted to put admirable marriages around us because if we wanted to do it in a way that was meaningful, special, and um, then we wanted to just put great couples around us. So we were in San Antonio. She was in Dallas. We became boyfriend and girlfriend. I was in San Antonio. So then we found a couple in Dallas. We're like, hey, who's the, who, who do we respect the most here? And it was this, this uh, married couple, Rob and Shanika. They were there. And then over here was Nick and Noy over here. So whenever I'd go up for dates, we'd try to get time with them at some point. Um, and then when she would come down, get time with them. So with uh, Nick and Noy. So then Rob and Shanika moved to, I think it was Maryland and then Ohio in Akron. And then uh, he's going, uh, he's the one that invited me out. But I was like, I, I couldn't remember a single time I've ever spoken in front of him, like where he's actually saw, seen me and felt me speak, right. which is, I feel like if you see me and feel, feel me speak, I feel like that that's when that's my hook. Right. You actually experience the product, then it makes sense for me. But I, I couldn't place a single memory of him hearing me speak. I thought like maybe social media, social media, he probably he could he could have potentially, you know, uh, seen something. Right. But um, but yeah, things like that. I'm going it's incredible, you know. Uh, uh, in Port Port Arthur, uh, called me and asked if I'd go speak to seven hundred children. Um, not again, not faith based. This is just uh, in at an elementary school, and I'm going like between here and Port Arthur. That's like a two or three hour drive. Like all the people you could ask in the whole planet, like me, and uh, I'm going. That is children. We. Our society cherishes children even more than money, right? Like, and that's how I see it. In, but somebody trusting me enough to go influence children—that's like super special. Like, so that people jumping on podcasts—it's—it's—it's a—it's a, it's a scary thing when I ask you know put things out there. I was completely prepared for you to say no, right? Really? Yeah, not because I doubt you, but because um. You just think people, it's it's there. It's time. You have a lot going on. You have a lot of responsibilities at work. It wouldn't have been surprising 
to because of you, the, the amount of things that, that, that you have in your life for me for you to go no hey like right. this is a, this is a stressful time you flying out tomorrow right i'm going like you're spending spending time here in the podcast studio before you fly out to to des moines i'm over here like in in i don't know I, I would like to think I would do the same thing. I might go, man, I need to figure out what I'm wearing, pa- you know, pack, yet, so. you know, <laughs> that. <It's> okay. <laughs> but um, it's super surprising. People jumping on on podcasts, uh, you know, it's had an attorney on, counselor on, people that weren't in my circle before. Right. Um, hopping in. And uh, people that have been in my circle and they're like, even like Robin, I'm like, would she say yes? Who knows? Like, you know, and then hey, she said yes. So um, that's super cool to me. All, so. all great surprises. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, was I supposed to say a negative one? Um. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so, you know, um, I'm not a big sports person. Yeah. yeah. But um, I watch and I even talked about it. I did a little quick um, non-track talk, right, about um, Antonio Brown. And do you, are you familiar with Antonio Brown? I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm like, I've seen stuff that pe- people have said, but I'm not like super... He's an extreme talent, okay. right? And so I was watching, they have a, they were doing a show. He used to be on the Raiders, now he's on the Patriots. And the coach was saying, like, even when in practice, no pads, what he brings to the field elevates everyone else amongst mm. them. But I, he needs you to coach him because outside of that, he is a hot mess. <laughs> so I'm just going to say, on behalf of, I'm not a fan, I'm a 49ers fan. I'm on behalf of Antonio Brown. Like, he's, he's a happy daddy. Athlete would be your A, right? Instead of returning. Hey, add hey, that one to your repository. Right? Yeah, the Spurs are in town, right? Get you some athletes. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting. I mean, a great talent. And, um, but just there's other things around him that just distracts him. Mm. Nothing to do with strong life coaching, but I just wanted to to say I put um, that seed out there. Yeah, change your A. Yes, you should have <laughs> a lot of A's for your for your happy days. There we go. I like that. I like that. So as we wrap up, you know, what do you what do you want the people to know about you and your journey? This is only the beginning. I mean, and I, I'm grateful to be a part of this free 99 podcast <laughs> and to say I, you start first. Um, but I'm honored. Thank you again yeah, for the opportunity and the continued support. Yeah. Um, thank you. The um, I think ultimately it's like what I want people to know. I asked myself this. Can I put it into one word? It's like, ele- you know, elevate. Uh Two words, elevate others. You have three words, communicate to elevate. Like, that's kind of like, if I boil down what I'm doing, like, that's what it, what it is. Like, it's trying to help people to get better. Um, at the core area of their thoughts, like, I got, I got content on, on this, how to think better. I got content on how to speak better, how to use your words, um, where it makes a difference. Um, what actions to take, you know, and uh, how to have better relationships, how to have better romance, like, you name it, anything that I've learned, because I've learned from a lot of great people. And, and the, the cool thing about it is I've, I haven't made up anything that I do. Right. Um, I've either lived it and felt it and experienced it and go, oh, that's a good one. Like, oh, like anchoring my spouse above others. Okay, Song of Songs, you know, uh, like a lily among thorns is my darling among the maidens. He's just going like, this flower is, is like, th- this woman is a flower among, all, they're all other thorns and she's the flower. And I, I got that principle just there. And I put it in, at the beginning of my marriage uh, content, the letter A, you know, anchor above. And um, but it's about helping people. So I just want to help people, whether it's their marriages, I want to help them. If somebody in, in their career, I want to help them. Somebody in their, their friendships, I want to help them. Somebody in their thinking, speaking, uh, their actions, I just want to help them. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, thanks for the opportunity. I'm yeah. going to start a GoFundMe so that we can get, so I can let Derek coach me. <laughs> I'm not a, I, I make great bank at Nationwide, but I ain't. You might a, be a hug. You might be a hug. <laughs> okay, let's talk about it. I can get some likes and t- post some pictures. Um, but in all sincerity, thanks again for yes. having me on. Thanks for all that you do, your your message and what you represent. Because mm. I do know the curl. I've seen the pictures, like your throwback pictures. I've seen the curly hair thugging uh-huh. out. Thugging Thank out. you for calling Nationwide. This is DQ, DG. <laughs> Right. Um, but thank you for all that you do and for sowing into me and believing into me to have me on and even yeah. to allow me to sit in the, the left seat. So there I appreciate go. you, sir. Right, I don't want to close right. out your podcast. Hey, I'll close but... it out. Hey, if you're tuning in, um, this is the Strong Life Coach Podcast with special guest host, KP, Keisha Pollard. Yes. Um, I, I'm guest. I'm guesting today on the right side. I'm Derek. Um, speak life, coach life, write life, and lead life. If you want to find a way to help me out, it's going to be with you like it, you share the podcast, um, you comment, you subscribe to it. 
And if you have a special guest you want on the show, you know somebody that's a dad, you know somebody that's yeah. a hug, you know somebody that, um, uh, an athlete, I don't know, somebody, somebody you would want to hear their story, uh, let me know. Um, I would love, I would love to host them. Um, but yeah, we're the Strong Life Coach Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in.